It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Welcome to a very happy but confused Rico Bronia. The New York Mets have won another series. In fact, they have won every series they have played this season with the exception of the mauling in Milwaukee. That's the only series they've lost. Obviously, they swept Oakland over the weekend. They have now marched their way into Los Angeles, and they went two out of three against a Dodger team that does not feel like the Dodger team of the last five or six years, but that's not our problem. The headline is they won a series, but there are a lot of other headlines, including another pitching injury, including a host of roster moves, and including the controversy surrounding Max Scherzer. So the finale of this series was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm sure a lot of people didn't get a chance to watch the game. Maybe they listened to it. Maybe they hopefully listened to Craig and I as we didn't talk about it and then talked about it, especially once the Scherzer stuff went down. So it's one of those games, whenever we have these afternoon games, where it's tough to be super focused on everything that happened. But, you know, you're watching Noah pitch. You're watching Max pitch. Bing, bing, bing. Starling Marte is grounding in a double plays. How you doing? Scherzer looks fine through a lot of pitches in the first inning, but he gets through three innings. And there was an odd moment in the third where we notice, Craig and I, that Max is being checked and he's having his glove checked, which is normal. I mean, they are checking everybody these days for the sticky stuff. They're doing a kind of a point of emphasis is what they call it. So Max has to change gloves. When he first ran into the dugout, I'm thinking, oh, my God, was he ejected? But he didn't seem upset, didn't seem pissed off. Okay, he's fine. He comes back with another glove. I thought it was gamesmanship from David Roberts just because of the fact that David Roberts, Dave Roberts, we're close. I call him David sometimes. That because he pitched there a year and a half ago, because they were checking before an inning was starting, which they do, but it seems a little peculiar. I thought maybe it was gamesmanship. But as the game has gone on and the story continued to evolve, we found out that Phil Cuzzy loves sticky stuff and loves ejecting people over what he thinks is sticky stuff. So Max pitches the third inning and does great. Now, I love this because angry Max Scherzer can sometimes be really good Max Scherzer. We know that playoff Max Scherzer we don't want to talk about. But angry Max Scherzer, good Max Scherzer. So he pitches a clean third, comes out for the fourth, they check him again. And at that point, we see Cuzzy and uh, Bellino throw him out the game. Scherzer's pissed. Buck didn't give a rat's ass. More on that in a second. And Max is now ejected. And so there's a few thoughts. My thought, and by the way, let me just point this out. Pete Hoffman is not here today, which is great news. Because A, we got Tommy Lugauer filling in. But B, if Pete was here, and I love you, Pete. He would want to spend 10 minutes on J.D. Martinez having the game he had in game two because he wanted J.D. on the Mets. So we're not going to do any of that today. But when Buck Showalter is having a stroll at the beach and Max Scherzer's ejected, here's my thought. And this is not being on the air with Craig. This is my thought as a Mets fan. My thought is squarely, how do I win this game? That's it. Not thinking about Max. Not thinking about suspensions. I'm annoyed, doesn't feel like it's fair. I certainly want to know more. But in this moment, it's how the F are they going to get 18 outs from this bullpen? That's what I thought. Did you think that, Luke? No, I didn't think that at all, Ev. I thought for sure. You're not thinking about the game? No, I really didn't. No, no, I didn't. Because here's why, Ev. And I I said it on the air, and I'll reiterate it here if you missed it. I knew the Mets would win. Like, blindly, I knew the Mets would win the game. Just because of that feeling I have, because I've seen this a lot with the Mets over the years, and even recently, even like last year, this happened a lot. A lot of things are going wrong outside the field, even on the field, but not having to do with the actual game itself. 
The Mets always come out on top in those games. They win those games. I knew the Mets would win. I was extremely confident. I wasn't like you who said they would lose or bet them live, the Dodgers, that is. As well, that's common. Bench. That's common. I do that all the time. I understand that you do that all the time, <laughs> but you did it here, and, and we didn't talk about that on the radio, so I'm going to out you here. No, I, I was I was, I was, was okay. Yacobonis is money good, baby. He Stop doesn't it. even realize it. Stop He's it. money good. By he got way, out of the jam in Oakland. He pitched well okay, today. I want to call you out, though, And on the one bullpen thing. was rested, too. Now, you know you're talking to somebody who remembers these weird moments oh, really strongly. Beyond remembers. There's a game that jumps out of me that they didn't win. And that's what kind of pisses me off. Like, I don't agree with the thesis that okay. this is the kind of game they win. Something crazy happened. Someone got ejected. In fact, what a parallel. Noah Syndergaard was the guy ejected. Sunday Night Baseball, Mets Dodgers, Terry Collins, you're putting me in the jackpot, or whatever that freaking phrase was. The Mets lost that game. And they lost that game because Noah Syndergaard was ejected. And I, I forgot who came in the game after that. I can't quote you on that. But they lost that game to the Dodgers. It was Memorial Day weekend. And it was a Saturday night. I don't think it was a Sunday night. I'm trying to remember the exact day. So I don't necessarily agree that something kooky like this happens. The Mets are automatic to win. But I will say this, and this is what really pumps me up about this win. This is the kind of game they won last year. The New York Mets in winning 101 games. And I said this about the Oakland series. I think I said it about the finale of the Oakland series on the last Rico. That that game felt like a loss. Everything about the Sunday game against the A's felt like a loss. Today, think about it. Scherzer's out. Yacobonis is in. Don't give me this. He's money good. You need to get 18 outs from your bullpen. And, oh, by the way, you got to scratch out a run, something you haven't done against Syndergaard and the Dodger bullpen yet. So I don't necessarily feel that's a win, but the fact they won it reminds me of last year. And that's the best compliment you could give this year's team, I think. I agree. I've, look, it, it, all jokes aside, it, it does remind me of a win last year. I'll pour, I'll pour slight cold water on it. The Dodgers are not that good. Doesn't They're matter. Good. They're the Dodgers. No, I agree. But my point is, Evan, yes, they got the win. They got the win on Sunday. They got the win today. Games you wouldn't expect them to win. The, impo- the opponents being a little inferior, I think, helped well, that. Hold on, hold on a second it, about this opponent thing. This, this was the Dodgers are nuts. not the Dodgers. The Dodgers Evan. are not the Dodgers. I said that. I agree. They're not the team of the last five okay. years. The San Diego Padres are struggling. I agree with you. Fair enough. If the Padres suck mm-hmm. and the Dodgers suck, yep. then other than Atlanta and Milwaukee, is there anybody good in the National League based on that? No. Nobody. Then who cares? Then who cares? Yeah, that's it. Just the Braves. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, it is the Braves. I, I know and it, that's it. I know it didn't work out well in this season, but in 2006, the National League was terrible. There's a reason why the Mets were far and away the best team. Mm-hmm. Mets had a good team, but there was nobody that was even decent. I think they may have been the only team to win 90 games, or maybe San Diego barely won 90. Whatever it was, they were the only good team. I'll give you a basketball analogy. I'd love to point this one out. I know that the Nets got to the NBA Finals in back-to-back years because the East sucked. Do you think I care? No, of course not. So then F. who cares if the no, Dodgers No, no, I, I get that. They but- won their their. They're five and one in their first six games on a West Coast trip. Period. Stop. That has to be slightly. Period, stop. Hold on, Evan. It has to be slightly accounted for. Though. No, it doesn't. You can't just like no, you doesn't. know give the Mets their flowers and not look at it a little bit more critically when you say, well, the A's A's are beyond embarrassing. You have to beat what's on your schedule. A hundred percent. And in the Dodgers' case, they are and the Padres are going to be two of the teams that are there come October. No doubt. Falls and all. I agree, but right now, the way the Dodgers are playing, they're not the Dodgers that we have seen over the last couple of years. Doesn't matter. Again, it's slight. I said slight. I use the word slight. Slight cold water right. on the wind. So, Scherzer's gone. You're focused on Max and you know the fact that we're going to talk about the win. And I reminded him, on the Rico, we talk about the wins. Okay? The Rico's very different. We talk about the games. And I wanted to win this game. And the fact they pulled this out 
Yakabonis was great. Jeff Brigham, who's made two appearances now since he's been recalled, and he was recalled just a day and a half ago or a day ago, depends on when you're listening. He made big pitches. Drew Smith has looked a lot better. David Robertson battled his way through the eighth inning, and I continue to love what Buck's doing. I got no issue with this, using him in the eighth. And Adam Adovino, besides the home run of David Peralta, and I got a very interesting fact about Adam Adovino I'll get to later. He got through it. The Met offense came through. Brandon Nimmo had five freaking hits, which is incredible. And they pull off a very impressive victory against the L.A. Dodgers. Now let's get to Max. I don't know, and I don't think any of us are going to know until MLB checks out the glove, what the hell happened. Because Max Scherzer, and I give Max this, because I know you and I, to varying degrees, have taken our shots at Max. I think rightfully so. We're not being you know, mean to the guy. We're calling him out. And I mentioned this on the air. I've mentioned this on the pod. He's a mercenary. He's here to win. He's here to pitch well. And our big memory of him is obviously not pitching well in the two biggest games he needed to pitch. But the one thing I do appreciate about Max is he tells it like it is in these post games. He's just very, very blunt. Buck Showalter is not. I I don't want to spend this entire pod ripping Buck, but I am getting so sick and tired of his act. I got to tell you, he's a great manager, but the act of lying about injuries, lying about roster moves, and I, I will say the word lying because he literally says stuff that's not true and we're all supposed to chuckle, and then not telling you anything. So it is postgame. He didn't say anything, whatever, that's Buck. Max Scherzer, and this is very dangerous because I'm telling you right now I would not do this. I, I don't think I would do it about anything. Max Scherzer swore on his kids, which I, I makes me very uncomfortable and he when also, someone does that. Yeah, and he also swore on his life. He swore on his Forget kids. Again, his life. He swore on his kids. No, I understand that. But, Evan, when a guy goes, I swear on my kids and my life, yeah. you can't match that. That's, he put his life on the line and his kid's life. So it's two things. Like, number one, How do you just, counter that? I, I would never say that about anything. Right. I just, I'd feel very uncomfortable. But, but you know what, Evans? And I don't think that's this is the case. We've all done it. Admittedly, like right. we go, oh, I swear on my mother, I swear on my kids, right, right. but we say it, you know, maybe to our buddy. We don't say it on TV and in we front also, of the world. We also don't say it about sticky stuff. And basically, <laughs> what Max Scherzer was saying was, I had rosin, and he went through the whole process. I thought he did a great job in his post game, at least explaining his side of things. You want to call him a liar? That's up to everybody out there. That they had they, rosin on my glove. Cuz he told me to change it. I change it. He tells me to wash my hands. I wash my hands with alcohol. He even gives us the fact that there's an MLB official watching the whole thing. So an MLB official is back there watching him do this. He comes back. He says, okay, throws an inning. Next inning, same problem. Eventually throws him out the game. Scherzer's screaming, it's rosin. It's a mix of rosin and sweat. And Phil Cuzzy, and Buck did point this out, so this was the one positive of Buck. He took a shot at Cuzzy. He said, Phil is the one guy that ejects people for this. And it's true. There have been three ejections since they started doing this kind of checks, and all of them have come from Phil Cuzzy. So Scherzer gives us the, I swear on my kids, I wouldn't be dumb enough after they checked me an inning earlier to do anything nefarious. It was rosin. It was sweat. And basically said, they better not suspend me. He didn't use those words. This is a legal thing. Is what he pointed Read out. Read my lips. <laughs> yeah, it was. He kept going. Sweat and rosin. Sweat and rosin. So now, Met fans, this is the sweat and rosin game. This will I, always go down as the sweat and rosin. I game. I believe him, by the way. I really do. Oh, I do too. Only because, like you said, Ev, like when you start swearing on your kids, when you start swearing on your life, when you are adamant, 
adamant because, and we already saw it, and you're going to see it over the next couple of days. This is this is going to be embarrassing. This is going to be like Law and Order SVU. They're oh, gonna, checking his glove. Oh and investigating my god! It. Like they're checking for like whatever on it. No real fan or regular fan actually cares about this stuff. We care about the suspension, though. We care about the suspension, but we don't care if our guys are cheating. You brought it up on the show today. If you get caught, just cheat better, please. Yes, like yes. just don't get caught. That's all we care yeah, about. Yeah, look, this isn't a moral thing with no, sticky stuff. I don't think break. people view it the way steroids was viewed or anything like that. But I, I am naive because I believed Palmero when he sat there at Congress and pointed. But I think when someone is as adamant as Max is, and Max also comes across as somebody who's, he knows the rules. He's a smart guy. He knows the rules. And he will go up to the line, no doubt about it, like he tried to do with the pitch clock. But I don't think he would willingly cheat. And he's right. Like, they just checked me. They just checked my glove. I washed my hands off. Do you really think I'm coming out the next inning with stuff? Well, and, and that's the truth because yeah. that's the best defense. Because even if he was using something nefarious in the third inning, once he's caught but not caught, like, hey, go wash it off and you can come back, you know what you do if you're a cheater? You wash it off and you cheat the next game. You don't do it that of game. Of course. And, and we've all been there before except for Evan because he drives 30 miles an hour. When you get pulled over. I once had five speeding tickets in one year. True story. Yeah, and maybe the cop pulls you over and you go, excuse me, I'm Evan Roberts. I host the most <laughs> important show in the afternoons in New York City. And they'll say they let you go. You get a warning. You'd have to be an idiot yes. to immediately, with the cop still sitting there, speed down the road. So that's what Max is saying here. It's like, guys, yeah. I went to the line. Yeah. They called me out. I would have to be beyond dumb to immediately cheat right after that. That's why like, I don't think... That's the case. And the reason why that's important for anyone who's like, well, ah, it doesn't matter, is I'm concerned about his performance. That's all we're concerned about. When he makes his next start, so obviously I hope there's no suspension, and then would he be affected by this? I mean, we spent a lot of time, and I think fairly, talking about Garrett Cole, and is he affected by not being able to use sticky stuff? If we thought Max Scherzer was depending on this, then there's a performance concern. I don't think there is. I don't. Now, if Max Scherzer struggles, which he was already doing, I don't think it's related to this. I think it's related to the fact he's 39 years old. He's an older pitcher. And when guys get old and it's the risk you take when you sign him, so we knew this going in, is the fact that you can decline. So I'm not overly concerned about the sticky stuff from a short-term perspective. Just short-term. The suspension's damaging because of the fact that they're now down Carlos Carrasco. Because... Their pitching depth is being tested in a major way. And we'll get to the Carrasco stuff. We'll get to a lot of stuff. Game one and two of this series. Brett Beatty's debut. Bucks decisions. All that. But that's the concern short term. Long term, I don't think we have to deal with, hey, what's the real Max Scherzer? I don't think that's the case. I think we just have to be concerned with the fact he's a 38, 39-year-old guy. And we hope he can still pitch at a high level. And the Mets right now need innings. That's their biggest issue. If I'm... Ranking the the current issues, not predicting what's going to be an issue a month from now. Right now, what is the biggest issue with the New York Met team that has a record? And how about this? They are now 12-7. and It's pretty good. It's not bad. Their biggest issue is they get no innings from their starters. And I'm watching this game, partially because we're doing a show, thinking what I want to see from Max today with extra days of rest, because remember he was pushed back, is I want Max pitching into the seventh inning. Mets haven't had that this year. They literally have not had a guy pitch seven innings in a game. David had a guy pitch six and a third innings in a game. I wrote it down. I'm going to do this really, really quick. And I would only do this on the recall. Every Mets start. You ready? Six, five, five, five and a third, four, five and a third, four, six, six, four and two thirds, five, five and two thirds, five, four and two thirds, five, 
5653. I mean, that is not sustainable. Like, you can't at most get five, maybe six innings. Their longest start of the year is a six-inning performance, which they've had a handful of times. David Peterson had it in the opener of this series. Kodai Senga had it in the second Marlins start. Tyler McGill had it in opening day against the Marlins, the home opener, I should say. And Max had it in the season opener, even though he basically crapped the bed in the sixth inning. He did pitch six innings. That's it. And so they need guys to go deep into games. I'm never fully convinced that David Peterson or Tyler McGill is going to be that guy. I think if they give you five solid innings like we've seen, you kind of accept that. Six at the most. Kodai Senga, we'll see. I think we'll see about Kodai Senga. They're going to have to keep an eye on his innings because he's never thrown that many in his career. And who knows about Verlander? Like, the guy hasn't pitched yet. So Scherzer, in a lot of ways, with the state of this rotation, despite his age, despite our concerns, is the best candidate to give you seven innings. Like, I'm not asking for eight. I'm not asking even for nine, which would be great. Can a guy go seven innings? Can a guy pitch into the seventh inning? And I was hoping going into this game that would happen. Now, I can't blame him for this. Maybe he would have because he got ejected. But that is right now. You talk about the issues with this team, they need innings from their starting pitching. Their bullpen's been great. It really has. You saw what happened in the finale of this series. You go back to uh, the first game of this series with Drew Smith and Adam Ottavino. David Robertson's been incredible. Their bullpen's been awesome. Like, their bullpen... And this is without Edwin Diaz, which actually frustrates me because I think to myself, oh, my God, if you had Edwin Diaz, this bullpen would even be better. But they need innings from their starting pitching. So this is the thing for Max, whether it's 10 days from now or six days from now. He's got to start going six or seven innings. They need him, of all people, to be that guy. That's got to happen. 